Wolfman.com. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN. The three most important letters in sports. Even better than those. TVV. 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 It's Fox 6 sports director Tim Van Voren on Homer and Tony. Tim Van Voren is brought to you by Mars Cheese Castle, a Wisconsin landmark that you need to experience off I-94 in Kenosha. Meats, cheeses, bakery, bar, and restaurant all under one roof. Learn more at MarsCheese.com. Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports, three-time Wisconsin sportscaster of the year, Hall of Fame wingman. He's got other awards. We haven't found them yet, but we will. We have people. Good afternoon, TVV. Homer, Tony, good afternoon to both of you. What's going on? What do you want to say? What do you want to say about the Green Bay Packers? Ready to get it on? To, to quote Tony there, let's get it. What's no, going on? What's going I, on? I want the the air, the TVV scouting bureau. I want to know your, what you're thinking about the teams to give us some insight into how many games they're going to win and things like that. I have a, uh, a 0% chance, and uh, I have a $100 bet now with Toucher. I say if any of these four things occur, you just need one, you get the hundred dollars. I have to have okay. all four occur. One. Okay. Uh, if either of these occur, Jair Alexander leading the league in uh, interceptions. I say there is a zero percent chance of that. The Packers okay. leading the league in giving up the fewest points defensively. Zero percent chance of that. Uh, the Packers having a record as good as last season. Zero percent chance of that. Ooh. And Brett Favre saying the Packers will score 30 points a game. Zero percent chance of that. They averaged 26 last year. Which one of those four makes you the, the most nervous? Record. That it could happen. Record. Yeah, 13 and four. That's not unbelievable. Yeah. But... They don't have Devontae Adams. I, and I also said, don't be surprised if the discussion of the Packers' great defense will be, in, during the season, viewed as the worst preseason prediction. How do you feel about week one? I mean, what if the defense struggles against the skill position people on the Vikings and they lose the game? Is all bet you know? Are all bets going to be off? Is that going to affect? No, I think their def- okay? I think their defense will be okay. I think it'll be similar to last year, maybe a little bit better. But this premise of being something special is idiotic. Um, so no, I'm not. I mean, I I think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, if I could get if I could get uh, three to one odds, I might make a small wager on the Vikings winning the division. Hmm. But I need I need. I'm just, the Packers are the safest bet. All right, now I've given my you response. My, to all, now, yeah, my yeah. response. To, yeah, my response to all that is Packers win the division. Uh, Packers home playoff game. Guess what? It's 2021. It's 2020. It's 2019. I mean, it's the same scenario, and they mop up in the division. Uh, it, it takes them a little bit longer to get the offense going. They figure out what that is as the season goes along, as opposed to in years gone by, maybe the offense has been ahead and the defense later came along. But by and large, to me, I look for a very similar type run in the division. I don't think Chicago's any good. I don't think Detroit is appreciably better. Uh, Minnesota, I'm not quite sure. First-year coach, you say, well, that could be a knock. Hey, Matt LaFleur won 13 games in his first year, so – the skill position people that the Vikings have threaten me more than anything else, but 
okay, if they win, if they go, you know, nine wins, 10 wins, 11 wins, that's pretty similar to what has happened in years gone by, too. So I say very similar scenario for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers with a, with a very strong statistical year. And you see what happens in January. I mean, it's kind of boring, but and it's it's kind of repetitive, but that's legitimately what I see happening this year. Aaron Rodgers, as confident as ever, not um, what? I I would say as confident as ever. I guess I'll 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 be happy to go on the record and say I didn't see 2020 coming from Rodgers. You know, if the Packers are guilty of seeing potential decline in drafting Jordan Love, I would sign up and say me too. You know, uh, he had you to know about the ayahuasca. That's why. You yeah, didn't see well, it coming. sure. No, he so, didn't know about so, Matt LaFleur. LaFleur deserves 90%. Rodgers said he needed a new credit. offense, and he was right. McCarthy was old, didn't have the new changes. Yeah, but that was 2019 for LaFleur. Right, you know, I didn't the, see the, the picking of Jordan Love to me. Uh, you know, I, I can still see where the Packers were coming on that because coming from on that because I didn't see, you know, Rodgers being that winning an MVP the next two seasons running. So I'm actually probably more confident about Rodgers now than I was going into that 2020 season. Wow, because I thought he was much better in 19 than everybody gave him credit for. I mean, he had 25 touchdowns to me, like five. I can't remember what it was, um, but yeah. Um, I don't know the last time that he's been without a great a receiver. When the worst? When was his worst group of receivers? Well, I mean, when, probably when Jordy got hurt, they had to figure out who was. You know, was that twenty fifteen at yes. Pittsburgh? Uh, they had to figure out you know how the pecking order would eventually. Yeah, they shake had up, Randall they Cobb, had and guys, that was about it. Cobb had eight hundred twenty. And Adams. I mean, they had guys to, who they could you know right. figure out who was going to be who. Uh, they certainly had talent, but they didn't know what they had initially. So it is going to be a different type of year. I, you know, I, I think there are a lot of questions about the Packer offense, sure. But I think there are a couple of uh, known commodities as well. The, the biggest question, though, is that offensive line. You know, you have to be able to give Rodgers time. That's just It's just what it is. And if the Packers can do that, then I would say expect a lot of offensive success. But that's... Uh, that's an unknown at this point, and it's a health-related unknown. What, what would you say your biggest concern is for the year for them? For the for the entire team or for the offensive entire, the entire team, entire team. If you had to say, ah, one thing, one, the most thing I'm worried about most. The offensive line, I guess. Uh, you know, that you start at Minnesota. Okay, you got two guys coming off injury who are going to start a tackle for you. Do you really? Are you really a hundred percent sound on that? No matter what their track record is, uh, I'm not. And then, uh, you know, just the, the atmosphere. They haven't played a football game in, I mean, Bakhtiari hasn't played. You know, there was no life in, the, in Ford Field last year for the scenario. So he hasn't played since the tail end of the previous season, anything that mattered. So I would say the offensive line is my number one concern going into the year. Other things could crop up, but offensive line, number one. And it's a bit of a dance because in the past, and Adam Stenovich, who's the offensive coordinator now and had been the offensive line coach in his decisions in the past has banked on track record just look at last year who they started in the playoffs they did not start Yosh Nyman who you know you think could have gone I think was probably a better option but they went with Billy Turner even though he had been coming back off injury didn't have a good game you know they they banked on guys almost on their reputation 
So if you're the Packers, you hope David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins are able to approximate their reputations because I'm going to guess they're going to line up with those guys in any situation, benefit of the doubt. Uh, so, well, first follow-up, is it you're not worried about special teams? Not particularly. Uh, you know, I, I, first of all, you guys know my affinity for Juwan Winfrey over the last couple of years. I think Matt LaFleur was talking to Juwan Winfrey on Saturday when he said, uh, you can't put tape like that out there as a member of the Green Bay Pack. I think Juwan Winfrey played off the team with the special teams effort in that game. And I like Juwan Winfrey, and I th- I'm sure he's thinking, I'm out here running – 40 snaps at wide receiver. I'm not getting the ball, and I'm playing special teams. You know, I think he jaked it a little bit, and I think it cost him. So I, I would say the special teams to me obviously need improvement. I have faith in Rich Passaccia. How can we, how can everybody say he's the greatest and then think they're going to be terrible the first game? Well, I can answer that I, I because that was the worst special teams performance in the preseason I've ever seen following the Green Bay Packers. I, I agree. And, and, and I how does was, that happen if you're, if you're that good? I don't care who you got. There are certain standards that you set that are going to be adhered to, and I, I feel like I should be worried, uh, and I'm not. But like, I could have done just as well. Even, okay, then if you if you subscribe at all to what I'm saying, a guy who I think was going to be on the roster didn't make the roster because of his effort on special. You think there teams, were other guys like an that. eye opener. I, well, and I, if there are other guys like it, or if it's an eye opener to other guys now who are going to be on special teams, like, hey, wait a minute. This does make a difference. Effort does make a difference. And, you know, we're, we're going to have to sell out on it. And, you know, you, you sign guys to be special teams players. They're filling spots on a roster. When you have a cap on a roster, I get that. But you know what? If you only have one role, you ought to be able to at least try to do that role. Tony, I mean, guys in the NBA, this guy's a shooter, okay? It'd be nice if he could play defense. It'd be nice if he could rebound. But you know what? He's in the league to shoot. And I'm going to say some of these guys on this Packer roster – are in the league or on that roster in order to excel and and sell out completely on special teams. And I think there's a more than subtle reminder offered by the coaches and the personnel, the decisions made at the end of the preseason. But I thought the whole difference was going to be that they didn't play any vets, uh, they didn't play any starters on special teams, and now they're going to play starters. Right. Is, well, is that's it, what I'm saying. The guys who are out there, the guys who are out there were, were camp bodies or practice squad guys in the Kansas City game, and you know, maybe some bubble guys who obviously did not enhance their stock with that performance. You're banking on some of these guys who have special teams background reputations living up to their reputation. Sure, that's true. But if you're paying a coach, what they're paying Rich Passaccia, you have to believe in him. And I, do. I don't see it, and I don't see any reason why they shouldn't. Based on what you saw in the preseason, how would you? How would you? Well, no, no. I, mean, I, I, I believe in him, but there's no reason to. His performance in the in preseasons was horrible, but he's got a good enough resume that I'll let it go. But you know, and, and I would say, I, you know, to me, offensive line being a health question. I think Mason Crosby being a health question. Yes, if you're talking I, about yes. If you're talking about special teams, I would say it's more of a health issue with Mason Crosby than your coverage and return. Oh, I agree. I think that's 90%. I think, yes, I think they haven't talked enough about that. There's there's a legitimate fear about Mason Crosby, and to me, your place kicker is, I don't know, 50% of special teams? It's huge. It's, a, it's huge, and, you know, margin for error in the NFL, I don't have the stat, but, you know, it's gotten smaller and smaller and smaller oh, they're incredible. Uh, over the years. So the, the place kicker, 
uh, plus or minus is huge in football games. And, you know, Mason Crosby has had, what, two bad years in his career, uh, down years in his career. But even down years, they've survived. You know, if you really have a, an issue at specialty, at, at place kicker, your whole team's in trouble. It's like having a closer who can't do it. You ask the San Diego Padre. You know, I mean, you need a kicker. You, 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 you trot him out there, and you're going to bank on him doing it. And by and large, Mason Crosby has been able to do it. And if he's healthy enough, Packers believe he will again. But, you know, health and age are both on the other side of the positive for him. I mean, I, I, I haven't studied it, but I wonder if he isn't a possible Hall of Fame. Is he, is he a Hall of Fame kicker? Can he get into the Hall of Fame? What more would Mason Crosby have to do? I don't know what he's got. That's a great question. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, he'd probably need to win more than one Super Bowl. Uh, but his numbers are great. His longevity is great. Never missed a game in 15 years uh, on a winning team. His, his points are obviously going to be way up there because yeah. of that. He's been on a prolific offense, you know, a team with a prolific offense. So, yeah, you know, maybe. But if that's going to be uh, enhanced this year, it's going to be if he's healthy enough to deliver because it could go south uh, if, if health is an issue. Talking with TVV, Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. Yeah, we got more. Um is the Hall of Fame induction banquet tonight? Yes. Are you going? I will not be in attendance. And it used to be on the weekends and everybody went, correct? Uh, you know, I, I was not a regular attendee. Yes, yeah, so it used oh, to be okay. on the weekends. All of it used to be different. You know, shareholders, you know, coach talks to the media the day before training camp. A lot of things used to be different. Yeah. Do you think it has anything to do with Greg Jennings being uh, one of the inductees as to changing the date? <laughs> Greg Jennings, Tim Harris. I mean, you know, kind of polarizing Packers. Yes. Well put. Polarizing Packers. More. TVV, not polarizing. Me. Oh, he's only got one segment today? Is that right? He's only got one today? No, he's got you That's do two. That's what uh, Chris told me. But uh, he's got it's you up do to two. You, do, you got two segments every time you're on, right? I I follow. You know the. I know you, now. You didn't say. Oh, I know you didn't say you had only one segment, did you? I did not say. I well, then you got no. two. In fact, we'll do three <laughs> if you'll do three. Will you do three? <laughs> Cue it up. TVV next. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN. It's Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN. Tim Van Voren is brought to you by Mars Cheese Castle in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Landmark you have to experience. Make plans now to visit the castle and like them on Facebook. They have everything there but a car. It's not just a cheese castle. They sell everything at Mars Cheese Castle. TVV, Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. Three-time Wisconsin Sportscaster of the Year, Hall of Fame wingman. Uh, Will you do uh, next week, we'll have your record prediction or... uh... Sure. And you, I always go by your tone. I think you like the Packers, but you don't like them that much. How's that for an analysis? Uh, probably fair. I guess it's a relative, uh, it's a degree yeah. type thing. I, I'll, I'll give it some thought in the next week and let you know, how, you know what the number will be. I guess we'll tell you how much I like them. But as I said in the last segment, they win the division and they're home for one playoff game at least. Hey, you know what? A lot of teams would take that. And winning the Super Bowl, 
Uh, I think the position of this show is actually that the Packers will not win the Super Bowl. Uh, the position of this show, though I'm not in it, is that the Packers will not even make the NFC Championship game. I said they would. Um, would you like to vote on either of those? You're not officially part of the show, but you are part of the show. How about that? How'd you like that that analysis? That was pretty good, I thought. That was, yeah, that's inclusive and yet not really inclusive. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Next week. Can I do this next week? Yeah. Um, the other one, what would, do we have another one uh, that I'm forgetting? I have to, I'm looking through my little book here. The Packers not win the Super Bowl. The Packers not make the NFC Championship. Oh, my favorite. Brett Favre is a play a bad quarterback in the playoffs, or he's on a bad stretch. Those would be Brett the, Favre. Uh, excuse me, I stand corrected. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes, hey, Favre's on a really yeah, bad stretch Favre, right now. Uh, no, Favre's, Favre's totally lost it. He said the Packers might have the best defense in the league, and he said they'll average more than thirty points a game, even though last year they were twenty six. So reaches, reaches, reaches. Yeah, he's, so yes, Aaron Rodgers, bad playoff quarterback, or just having a bad playoff stretch. Those mm-hmm. are our threes. And also the Brewers making the playoffs. Uh, mm. I'm still holding on to that, though I've thrown away the division, uh, and it's totally a wild card thing, which I find exciting because now you're watching three teams every night. What do you want to – a slight diversion for the Brewers for one question. You know, I know the format is different in the playoffs now, but we can all remember the St. Louis Cardinals won, what, 83 games, yep. and they won the World Series. Or went to the World Series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, the Cardinals are embarrassing the Brewers in the National League Central Division. But would you rather have that occur or to sneak in as the third wild card, play the Cardinals, and knock them out in the first round? You'd have to do it at Bush Stadium, but would you rather? which would you rather have? It's all about the playoffs. There you go. All about the playoffs. So I'm not saying, you know, this team is, I said it the other night on our Fox 6 Sports list, they're not bad enough to be out of it, obviously. Uh, but they're not consistent enough to be taken seriously. Maybe they catch fire at the very end. But to me, that last bit is, is really the, uh, the tag for this year's Brewers team, not consistent enough to be taken seriously. They have some of the most uplifting wins this season that I can remember in recent Brewer history. And yet, on many occasions, they've followed them up with dog losses. Oh, they got some ugly. When they, when they uh, had the no-hitter, they took them out, and they gave up two hits and then lost the game last Saturday. Well, that was as painful as I can remember. Yeah, but they've had they beat the Rays in incredible fashion when the yep. Rays were here. They beat the Dodgers. You know, the Caratini beat the Cubs on whatever day that July fourth. What was that? I don't know. They've had some unbelievable the other night, Garrett Mitchell and Keston here. They've had unbelievable that should be uh, you know, absolute adrenaline mainlined into everybody's system. And they follow it up. They, they didn't win after Garrett Mitchell and Keston Hero homer, and you win that game, and you follow it up with a loss at home with your offense being quiet again. That's, that's the confounding it's a part classic of Classic play game. to the level. Yeah, Ex- excellent point. All right, now to the Packers' defense. Um, uh, I just think it's crazy the things that people are saying. Uh, and I always go by points given up because I think what else is matters. You don't want to. They gave up 240 in 2010. Last year, they gave up 350, I think it is. And any discussion of the Packers being anywhere near to 2010 and that number of points to me is crazy. Um, but I want to hear. I want. I want to no, hear. No, I agree. You know, the the scoring number, the, the the offenses have changed a little bit. The rules have changed a little bit. Correct. So that's a long gap. I mean, that you're talking a dozen years. But uh, you know, in 2010, they had a legitimate defense. I don't think it ever got the uh, the credit it was due 
because the offense was so dominant. Uh, but the next year, the offense was absolutely incredible. The defense let them down, and you go 15-1 and one and you, you're out. So uh, the defense is very important, and they're not going to be as good as that 2010 team was because that 2010 team never got its full credit. Yeah, and uh, somebody has to – I don't know who it's going to be. Uh, and there are – I mean, Jair, and you, there are a number of players you can pick, but I just don't – I don't think there's a Charles Woodson yet and, or Clay Matthews or who's the, who's the best, who, pack, who's the best okay, Packers yeah. defensive player. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, who is the best? I mean, some of their guys have, have you know, gotten to the stage where they've gotten their money, so they're seen as, you know, in the top three, five at their position, Kenny Clark, Jair Alexander, Correct. Um, even Devondre Campbell. Who is who's the number one guy on your Packer? If you're going against a Packer defense, who's the number one guy on your scouting report above anybody else? Um, Could it be Rashawn Gary? Uh, it could be yes. Number one, no. Could it be? But it could be, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, if I have to pick one, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Jair Alexander if he stays healthy. But Tony, um, I might go Kenny Clark. Yeah. And TVV, uh, Clark or Gary? I, I'd, I'd make a case for Gary. All right. Because he's the next guy scratching for that, you know. Uh, gets you up into the next echelon, mm. and that's a that's a big motivator. TVV, any last thought? Uh, the uh, roster, anything? I, I'm always fearful that there's a gem, and I missed asking the question. Do you do you have a gem? Uh, obviously, you're upset about Winfrey, but you explained why that may. Oh, no, I'm not upset. I'm not. I'm not upset about a single thing. I would say, uh, I think that it makes sense to. I, I take Brian Gutekunst at his word that some of the guys on the practice squad, you're looking at that, that roster right now, uh, those will be contributors on Sunday in Minnesota on, on September 11th and uh, throughout the season. I think that uh, the, the roster management is definitely a part of what the Packers want to do. Uh, you know, you bring back Juwan Winfrey and, uh, and Travis Fulgham, two veteran receivers who've had varying degrees of success, but they are veteran receivers. Because you then have protection if Watson isn't healthy or Dobbs and Toure look like scared deer out there as youngsters um, at the beginning of the season. You can just elevate those guys from the practice squad. So there will be roster management this season that will definitely include practice squad players being key contributors. Yeah, and so you really can't complain if they didn't make 53 if they're on the practice squad. It's and that's what I'm sure that's what they're selling on yes. those guys on. Hey, hey, Winfrey, hey, Fulgham, hey, Jack Heflin. We think you're going to play a ton for us, right? But we don't think you're going to get claimed if we put you on waivers. And so that's what's happening here. TVV always a treasure, and uh, thanks for doing two segments. I was going to say the second segment is the is the high point of the day. Wow! Yeah, yep. even and if, it's been a fine day. Even so, if I mean, there's a relative term, relative yeah. conversation. Even if that's a lie, it's appreciated. No, thanks, TVV. Nothing but the truth. Nothing See but the truth. Tim Van Born, Fox 6 truth, Sports. The whole truth, nothing but the truth. Three-time Wisconsin Sportscaster of the Year, Hall of Fame wingman. And we will have the Hall of Fame induction banquet tonight. No one even knew it existed because it's a Thursday night. Come on. Uh, Tim Harris and Greg Jennings both being honored. Jennings, it took too long. Next. Miss any part of today's episode of Homer and Tony? Check it out on WisconsinOnDemand.com.